room, you can't move, you can't speak. It's, it's a horrible, horrible feeling. You know, you're looking out into the darkness and then you see a figure, but it's darker than the darkness. I just get this like really creepy feeling and I see this, uh, this like shadowy demon looking figure in the front seat of the car. She used to come into my room at night and stand right by my bed and I just was petrified. I remember I saw something fly by my bedroom window. We heard the bathroom door shut. So then we looked out my bedroom window down the hallway and the bathroom door was wide open. So we came around the bend and we saw eye shine. This thing stood up. I mean, it stood up. And it had high pointed ears. It had a snout, it had a long arm, and it just it grabbed the deer. Okay, guys, I would like to welcome our next guest. We've got Jennifer Vallis-Noseworthy with us tonight. How are you? Hey, Tommy. How's the UK tonight? It's good. It's raining and it's cold. So it's pretty normal. <laughs> yes, it's very cold over here, too. I'm in Flat Rock over in Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada, the most easterly point in North America. And uh, we're, we're going to have to say arguably the most haunted because we're yes. the oldest city in north america is st john's wow well that, that is what we like yeah we've got the vikings that's where they landed over here yeah. in some meadows that's so cool we, we got like a lot to, of spooky stuff i like to think of myself as a viking i have got danish blood <laughs> i've done my dna i've got a little bit of viking in me <laughs> i love that yes i can see the red yeah yeah <laughs> So it's a spooky place, Newfoundland. Oh, very. If you have a chance to look at the logo. Yeah, it's uh, cool logo. fog kind of inspired that. It is a very foggy place. Newfoundland yeah. is an island. Now, uh, we say Newfoundland and Labrador. They're, they're not attached, but they're, uh, Labrador is north of Newfoundland. And uh, I'm, I'm in the Newfoundland portion over on the Avalon Peninsula, over on the the furthest finger out in the Atlantic. We're close to where the Titanic went down. Oh, really? And where that Titan recently went down to go visit that unfortunately imploded. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a crazy story. It was Obviously, very sad. Very Indeed. sad and, and horrible yes. to see some of the like the videos that they showed of that reconstruction of it. Man. That was an unfortunate way to make national news because we don't get on the news very often here in Newfoundland and Labrador. But yeah. we do uh, get on the news with tourism. And uh, with my Paranormal NL, I like to promote paranormal tourism. Uh, tourism is a very important thing for Newfoundland and Labrador. And, you know, being that we have such an old place, uh, not a lot of people do uh, or have or offer it at the B&Bs and the, Air, uh, and, the, and the Airbnbs, for example. But we do have a lot of locations that you can go and, and look. Uh, for example, on the logo I also have up in the left-hand corner, the upper left is Bell Island. And that's an island off the coast of Newfoundland, Labrador. So we have a lot of other little islands within our island, oh. just the same way I'm sure you do over there. Yeah. And... Uh, Bell, yeah, Bell Island has a, a big international history also. We had what was called the Bell Island boom. I don't know if you've heard of that, but I've had no, Henry Crane on. 
an episode and, and we kind of talked a little bit about that. Um, but uh, I've had a lot of experiences over there and we've had a lot of film crews come there. We've had Rare Earth Uncovered come there. We have also had History's Most Haunted come over there. Interesting. Um, in Newfoundland and Labrador, we have a lot of big major uh, people coming here to film because it's so uh, spooky looking. For example, Peter Pan uh, was recently uh, filmed here. And uh, oh, wow. yeah, so we've had a lot of people come over here and really love the place. Yeah, um, well, your, your your logo is really cool. It's like a mystical. Obviously, you've got the lighthouse there and it's just yes. oldie timey feel to it. Is that what the whole place is like? Is it like that? Or? that that's the vibe I'm trying to give a fog. Yeah, I love uh, that. Foghorns, lighthouse, really spooky stuff. On the right hand side, you're going to see um a, a war soldier we're talking world war one world war two we have a, a we are very deeply steeped with that and enriched with uh the american we had a base here an american base a military base and we still have an active base over uh near i want to say the steamville gander area but uh, all over newfoundland and labrador especially Barrel island too we did have a lot of active history there and i've had some people on even diving under the water for example, um, I had Ocean Quest on, and I had John oh, wow. uh, Oliveira, Johnny O, with Ocean Quest, who who oh. dove down to the wrecks down there, because we did have Nazi U-boats come in here. Uh, probably not a lot of Newfoundland or, or people outside of this area know about that, but they actually torpedoed our boats that were carrying the iron ore off of that mining um small island because hitler didn't want that arnor to be used for something against him so wow. they came over and started bombing us and uh, yeah. yeah we've got some pretty cool stuff in that museum over there an actual letter signed by him hitler himself and um some really other uh th the actual um i want to say the medals of the captain who blew up our boats is actually in that museum also but there's more uh, spooky other stuff on Bella yeah. and also we can, we can Interesting. So what, what sort of experiences have you had there? Oh, now I am also a registered nurse and I'm, I'm still actively working in uh, Newfoundland and Labrador. So I, I won't talk about Newfoundland and Labrador, but I have been a travel nurse all over. Uh, I lived also in the United States for 23 years. So, yeah, um, I've had experiences on night shifts. Uh, and let me tell you, I really was, when I grew up, when I was small and everything, you know, I loved the paranormal, the X-Files and Fringe and all that kind of cool stuff. And I was a bit of a naysayer. But until I had my own experiences that I could not explain, then I started getting curious, like, well, okay, maybe there is something to this. So um, some of the experiences that I've had are, were in hospitals on night shifts, uh, being, um, I guess you could say, um, touched in not a good way, um, poked or uh, having your hand grabbed or having your face poked to the point where it hurt and left a mark. Um, other things were in, of course, when you're a nurse, you do deal a lot with death. And unfortunately, that that is a reality. And, you know, 
I'm very respectful when I looked after people and, and had to deal with those type of things because the, the type of nursing I was in was uh, emergency and operation room nursing and and all specialties you could imagine lots of trauma cases shark bites all kinds of weird stuff right so yeah. you see a lot of gore and guts and stuff but as a nurse you kind of get used to that but um then you start wondering you know what, what does happen after after people go and you try to be respectful and everything in, in our culture here in Newfoundland and Labrador of course there was different religions and superstitions and whatnot and they're like that all over the world but when you're in a hospital and you're in a situation you're doing post-mortem care by yourself um, that can be spooky in, in itself but then yeah. later if you're working on on a shift maybe the next night and you go into the next into that room I've had you know, just, just some people kind of fool around and say, oh, okay, can you, can you turn off? Well, I've done it. I've went into the room and, and asked different things, you know, just out of curiosity, couldn't find the remote or anything like that. Well, can you turn off the TV for me? But okay. But it happens. Um, can you turn the light off too while you're at it? Well, my way out. Wow. Okay. And then you think, okay, is this electrical? That, cause that, in the scientific person in yourself is going to say, okay, debunk it, right? Like, but then I've had other like, really weird unexplained experiences, like where maybe you've had a dream. I don't know if this ever happened to you before, but dreamt it uh, in color, same people, so we're in the same outfits, um, very next day, exactly, just like a movie, word for word, location, everything. I had stuff like that happen too. Yeah. But when I moved back, home it really <laughs> ramped up more and i can't really get into it but it's a very spooky place here yeah. um, wow but, uh, yeah other places i've had like shadow figures and you think oh, that's just you know out of the corner of your eye you think yeah no that, that that's yeah. not something but then other things like whistling um you know, different, really different things. Like, But the physical stuff is the stuff that gets me. You could be sitting maybe on a bed somewhere and you feel something sit on the bed next to you. Yeah. You're like, yeah. wait a minute. And, yeah, and you know, because I've, I've been, always been a naysayer until I've had those weird experiences happen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Have you had anything like that happen to you? And then I've... try to debunk it and you just, you just can't. Yeah, and you just I can't mean, figure out what happened. You naturally, when something paranormal happens, you naturally try to think of a logical explanation, and it is—it's very difficult sometimes to accept. But when these yeah, like happen, when you look back on it and think about it, that didn't happen. That that couldn't have been. You know, that, yeah. that's not true. Or as as I said when I was on your show, which was really cool. When I was younger, I uh, and and people should go and check that out. When I was younger, I, I saw a ghost when I was a kid, and for me. From that moment on, and I had other weird experiences when I was really young as well, but for that particular moment, I was like, this is this is real. You know, there was no doubt in my mind. So whenever something happens, it's like, I know that there's more. So the possibilities are, are always there. Well, I'm a Christian myself. I, um, I you know, I believe in, in, in something and I've always wondered what what is there after life? And, you know, as a, as a kid, sometimes you run around and do funny things or weird things. But I've had other things happen that I couldn't explain. Like, But in the scientific person and you go, okay, well, maybe that, for example, walking in a graveyard and feeling 
under your feet and feeling it under your feet. It's like, what? Oh, that's just, and then you think back scientifically, that's just whatever was under the ground was breaking or something that, but then when you get older and then you have all these like other really weird, unexplained things happen, then you start thinking, okay, like maybe there is something to this, especially when it happens in broad daylight and um, nobody else is there or it happens with other people who see it too then then you get validity that's 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 the validity that really kind of sparked me with doing this because people are afraid to talk about it they're they're shy to talk about it it's it's taboo they think you're you're weird you're yeah you know you're you're psycho you must be on meds or something but yeah no, <laughs> not the, crazy, the crazy thing is because we I'm do not we I've do a similar things. show. We we like so we're talking paranormal stuff all the time, and it's sort of become. I've got to the point now. I've been doing this for uh, a year and a half, maybe a little bit longer than that now, and it's it's become so normal that I will talk right. to anyone about. Like it's one of the first questions I'll ask you if I meet you for the first time. You know, <laughs> wherever wherever it is, and I just get that look. Like some people are you know, well up for it. And most people find it interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But you do get that look of like, okay, this guy's crazy. <laughs> that <laughs> happens sure a lot. It does. It really it. does happen yeah. a lot. And then, you know, it just, it makes you not want to talk about it. But I kind of started the podcast because I did want to talk about it. And I, and I love looking and watching all these different shows and stuff on TV. But when st- stuff starts happening to you, other people see it. And then you get to talk to other people and they've seen the same thing or have had similar experiences. It's interesting just to talk about it. Sure. And uh, not only that, but, you know, share different places where to go where you can investigate it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really the part that I like about it is, is networking, talking yeah. to people all over the world, for example, like yourself. I mean, you've, you, in your culture, I'm sure there's different folklore, culture and history uh, just the same as there is in Canada, especially with the indigenous. And some of my episodes, of course, if I talk about something like that, I'm going to give a land acknowledgement for respect for our people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you, but since doing your show, has it made you sort of realize and, and think how small the world actually is? Yes. Like how close we actually all are, really. I, I've, I've talked to True. people in Asia and all yes. over the world, Australia. Yeah. And it's just like we're a lot closer and a lot more similar than people say. <laughs> That's that is sure. true. It's it's true. We, we are very similar in many ways. And and a lot of people don't realize that. And so you get out there. It's a big world. Get out there and talk to people. Go explore. You know, that's why I like to promote the tourism part. Like, what do you got over there that people want to come and see and visit? Like, paranormally, if I were to go visit you, where's oh, the was, hot spots? Th- there's a lot. There's a lot of hot spots. I mean, I, literally, just down the road from me, I've got an old castle. I think it was 12th century. I, might, I always get this wrong. <laughs> I think it was 12th. I should know. <laughs> I should know. Corfee Castle, which is really cool. I go there quite a lot. And it's like, it was built by William the Conqueror. I believe. <laughs> and did he like coffee? <laughs> I think he did. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, had to... <laughs> I found it crazy. Obviously, I was on your show a, a few weeks ago when you said that you guys watch Coronation Street. Yes. I, I, I was blown away by that. 
I was like, oh wow. Oh my gosh, our culture is so similar yeah. to yours. We have a very deep Irish culture over here because yeah. everybody came from over there. When I say yeah, over there, with, sure. with y'all. Yeah. I say y'all because I lived in Texas a long time. So my accent's a bit weird. It's yeah. a bit Texan. It's also sometimes I throw in some Mexican because I'm from <laughs> South Texas. Oh, wow. And then you're going to hear Canada and then you're going to hear Newfie, Newfinese. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all kind of mixed into one. So when there's a lot of times I talk to people who are from here, they're like, yeah, your accent's a bit weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're watching Coronation Street as well, you've got a bit of Manchester in there. Because I, I, I only thought, People in Manchester watch Coronation Street, but I was no, blown away. My mother <laughs> loves it. She's a diehard fan. She loves yeah. it. She loves it so much that my father gave up, and now he watches it with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Indeed, it's a, it's a it's a very popular uh, thing to to watch yeah. over here, and yeah. we have uh, a lot of um, like I said in the Irish culture. I know uh, when my parents went abroad one time, they asked somebody came up to them, "What part of Dublin are you from?" And they said, Dublin? We're, we're not from Dublin. We're, we're from Newfoundland. <laughs> Do you know what? I can I can pick up on a, on a little the Irish accent that you got there as well. So I see what you're yeah. saying about the different accents that come out. <laughs> yes. And in, in Newfoundland, it's funny because even in the island here portion, once you get past a certain part, we call the overpass, um, that, well, the people in downtown we call metro they're townies and then outside people call bayman but now if you go across canada we're atlantic right when you when you start getting towards like toronto and all that kind of stuff we call them mainlanders and they call us atlantic people and then you go west coast is <laughs> british columbia right yeah so and they sometimes they make fun of the newfies that they call us over here but i mean some people take offense to that i don't i'm very proud newfoundlander i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm i remember when i lived in texas and uh nursing and travel nursing up and down most of the east coast of the united states i missed home very much and and uh yeah so yeah but back cool. to the the paranormal back, back yeah, to the spooky I mean, stuff so when you yeah. was a, when you was a kid before you done started the nursing, you didn't have any paranormal experiences. Um, my, uh, I, I love the men in my, my family are Masonic. My uh, grandfather was the grandmaster of Newfoundland at one point, um, and there was an old building here in Newfoundland and Labrador that unfortunately they sold, and uh, they're using it for things other than that. But I remember that building is very very old, and I and my mom said, Jenny, she said you used to come up. And you used to tell me, mommy, this place is haunted. I was like, did I? Like, I don't remember saying that. I don't remember doing that. Uh, I mean, I've had some weird experiences when, when I was younger, like I said, more, more uh, towards like the, the psychic medium or the sensitive type thing okay. versus the actual full on ghost type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and they do say that, some people theorize that 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 is in your family. They say that that it was on my mother's side of the family because uh, I do have an, an aunt who who has similar things. But I don't know if I believe in that or not. It's just sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But when you do have things like that happen more often than once, especially when people pass and things like that and people call you. Like I remember when I was in Texas, my mom called me and about my grandmother had passed and I knew when she called, I you said, I know. Yeah. So, but oh, wow. it's just different things like that. 
that, was that, that you think a feeling? Maybe there is something, you know? Yeah. Well, was that just a feeling or when you say Sensitive. you know, yeah, you just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And would you say that's something you've had all your life? Um, I, I guess I, I more so, I, I guess when I was a teenager, um, and they say that happens a lot with, with teenagers, especially women and, and things like that, that, that I started noticing that more, but, um, mm. I don't call myself that and I, and I don't practice it. And like I said, I'm a Christian. I, I go to church. Sorry. I got married in a church and, uh, I'm Anglican. I, I know that uh, in Newfoundland and Labrador back in the day, we were separated our schools by religion. Um, and I went to the, the, well, there was Catholic schools who we were separated, by, and, but the school that I went to was an Anglican or Episcopalian type of thing. So, But yeah. it's not like that anymore. Goodness, sorry. <laughs> but going back to what I you think, said about the, the sensitive, I think, I think all of us have got that a little bit. I think some people work on it a little bit more. And I think it, it might be like a natural part of us that, that we just don't so. explore. It, it, it might be. I've had different people on the show, like Susan Goodman was on. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm had a lot of other people on. I'd have to go through my little book here, but I've had a lot of people who who are psychic mediums on, and and they say that yes, that everybody has the ability uh, to try it. You know, the different chakras and Reiki and and things like that. Um, I've been thinking maybe I'm. I'm I might look into it, but I haven't as of yet. Have you done any sort of meditation or um, different things like that? Or not really. It's something I'm well, thinking. Either. I haven't done any like. I mean, I try and meditate. My mind's always on the go. <laughs> I find it very. <laughs> well, just, if you got if you're doing this and podcasting yeah. for sure, you're a very creative it just, person. It just very feels tiring. like twenty four seven. <laughs> but no, I, I, I would like to start looking into meditation a little bit more, calming down, and mm -hmm. you no, know, I, I think it's important to have times where you're you're just sort of wait, like you might watch a, a TV show like like coronation street or whatever where you can just relax and switch off from the yes craziness Focus. yeah you know because yeah. it's relaxed yeah it's constant work do I, you do you find this stuff relaxing that the podcasting do. or do, do you find it work because no, some people I, would say oh this is like work but you know this is my hobby i mean yeah. I, I have a full-time nursing job um this to me is an interest and a hobby and i've always been an entrepreneur and when i lived in um Texas I had a different uh type of entrepreneur thing down there in pet sitting yeah so uh, yeah oh. I really love animals and so does my husband he, he has his oh, own cool. doggy daycare and yeah oh wow that's cool <laughs> yeah now we had some really weird things happen on our honeymoon <laughs> believe it or not we went to Vegas okay and oh, you wow. know i I'm a fan of paranormal stuff so we said okay we're in Vegas we gotta go see Zach all right so so <laughs> We go over, we go to his place, and my husband's like, this is, yeah, he's not, he don't believe, right? So yeah. we were like, okay, let's just go and look around and see see what's in there, right? The haunted museum. So we go in, we're walking around, and it's pretty spooky in there. We get to the place where the divot box is. I don't know what happened. All hell broke loose. I was like, what is going on? I couldn't find my husband. He was like MIA. I was like, okay, so where'd he go? <laughs> and wow. I look around, I can't find him down the hall somewhere. 
and nobody else is there. It's just black as black could be because you could barely find your right way around this place. Some security guard found him and said he was on the floor. So I thought, uh-oh, because he's diabetic, right? So I thought, oh, his sugar is low, as a nurse would think, right? Because you're, you're traveling and stuff. No, check his sugar. Sugar is okay. But this place, this divot box place started, I... <sighs> I don't know. I, I just got all weirded out in there. I couldn't even stay in the room. I wow. left the room. We both ended up leaving the room. We we asked the security guard. We said, we can't finish this tour. We can't. We just can't do this. We, wow. We, to, we couldn't finish the tour. It was We got really? that scared. It was wow. scary. I've heard, it's, I've heard it's quite expensive as well. It is. So, uh, and we couldn't even finish it. It was that scary. <laughs> so I asked my husband about it later. I said, well, what happened to you? He said, when he went in the serial killer room or something, he thought he got totally weirded out by something in there. He thought maybe there was some kind of attachment. I said, what? So then wow. he kept saying, like, when we went back to the hotel room, there was a shadow. Do you see the shadow? I'm like, no, I don't see a shadow. Because like, I, at that point, I didn't have a whole lot of real one-on-one experience or or things happen and then another night I was like I don't know like maybe there was a shadow I don't I don't know but it it was really weird so when we came home finally we um we went through the whole rigmarole of of getting somebody and and having a cleansing and cleansing him and the house and everything and everything that we bought at the museum we put it somewhere and put salt around it did a protection thing and and then everything was fine wow so is your is your husband a believer now after experiencing that he does not like to watch scary stuff he'll walk out of the room so i'm thinking that he might be but he just won't yeah. I asked him, I said, can I see this on air tonight? Yeah. Said, yeah. But <laughs> there, something really weird happened. And, you know, one of the episodes that I did with Robert Dumont, I don't know if you listened to that episode, The Devil's Toy Box. People don't know what it, maybe what a divot box is. But yeah. He tried to capture a ghost. And I think maybe he did. And he actually stopped paranormal investigating because of this thing that he built and i think he caught something in it and he also has a private investigator background and was listening outside of the box but it it completely consumed him like oh i didn't tell you that after this happened my husband became a completely different person completely i was like this is not the man i married and then after we did the cleansing and everything he was fine fine wow how long did that last for that change? I'd say maybe like a week or two until we got him cleansed. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've never thought of, I didn't believe in it. No, it's like, so I went to a store and bought all kinds of sage and crystals. And my, actually, my aunt actually had actually made a wand. I don't know if you know or heard about them, but the different crystals and thing in it and stuff, but I don't know. I, but wow. I don't. Before all that stuff, I really I wasn't a believer until I started working somewhere that really had all kinds of weird experiences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. more more than usual. But uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, so he had this box, and and um, inside of it was mirrors, and I guess the the ghost couldn't get out. Uh, so he it took over him and his life and his family, and finally he just had to throw it away. Yeah, enter the ocean. 
and uh and it's been good ever since and hasn't done any paranormal type of stuff since but it just makes you think you know is there is there something to this is there good is there evil is there black and white and it just makes you wonder because you hear people talk about light work and hear people talking about doing dark shadow work and things like that and you know there's so many different sides of this that 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 dark stuff kind of scares me but the light stuff is enlightening i think Mm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I think that there is definitely a dark side to this sort of stuff. And there is, I think there is a, there's a, there's a danger into looking into it a little bit. I do think you've got to be very careful. Yes. I mean, I don't know about you, but did you notice a lot of an uptick in, in paranormal things happening when you started the podcast? Um, I'm, That kind of in the back of my mind scares me in a, in a way because we use technology that uses electronics and i've seen episodes where it travels through electronics and that sometimes scares me yeah if and what i'm talking about is dark that scares me and i do think about that that's enough does it do you think about that yeah for sure you know sometimes I, i do episodes and i have to have a little pray after because i'm like wow you know, um, I, I do the same thing. I'll, yeah. I'll say the Lord's prayer or I'll, you know, do some sage or something. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe there's something. I just, I don't know what it is. I was always a naysayer. I believed in something yeah. greater than, than, you know, you know, there's more, something. you just don't know. But yeah. I also not just ghosts and things like that. You even think about the paranormal. There's other things. There's cryptid creatures. Yeah. You know, there's, there's UFOs, there's ETs. Now we have all this TikTok videos, or when I say TikTok, I, I meant to say TikTok. And, and, uh, yeah. You know, there's so many other aspects to this, not just ghosts. 100%. Yeah. And that's what and, fascinates and, me because I always love sci fi. Yeah, 100%. Me too. Yeah. But I mean, and that's the thing with the paranormal is that nobody's really got the answers. We're all trying to figure it out. That's Some right. of us have had experiences. Um, mm-hmm. we've all got our own opinions on what those experiences are. Everyone sees mm-hmm. the world differently, which is great. Yes. And you know, we're all trying to learn. No one's got the answers. That's the thing. We're no. all... So I know another time I was in um, in Texas in this relatively new, like brand new house that was built. And I was there sitting down and just I think it was during a hurricane and a lot of activity, thunder, lightning, tornadoes in the area, all these warnings and stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, I heard this really loud pop. We're talking like, like really loud like that. But it, it was on the floor. And it, I was like, okay, that's just the floor tiles popping because it's a new house, right? You don't know. But then it started popping towards me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I don't like this. And it frightened the bejesus out of me, Tommy. Yeah, oh, I my bet. God. But it was so loud and it ha- and it was just really slowly cu- like right towards me like somebody walking yeah and then I was like uh-uh so I <laughs> ran upstairs and I wouldn't come down because I was there alone and I, I didn't want to be upstairs during a hurricane with tornado warnings because that's the worst place you could yeah, be 100% but I stayed up there during the, yes, I think it landed, I want to say is a stage two or almost a three. 
and it was flooding. I'm talking serious flooding. So I finally, I had to come downstairs because there was water coming in. And I thought scientifically, maybe it was the, the water getting in under the tiles popping. Maybe that's what it was. Because I had to, all night long, I was bailing water. Oh, like yeah. All night during the hurricane, it was nuts. But uh, but that popping like happened really loud, like, like something walking towards me. And I was like, that's weird. That's just so weird. That is freaky. But the, the things I think that freaked me out the most experience-wise was... Um, with, with touching or, or with something sitting next to you or something like uh, doing something when you ask it to, that's, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Cause I mean, obviously that there's coincidences, but since doing this show, I don't believe in coincidences anymore. If you, I don't know. If you yeah. say switch the light off and the light goes off, you know, unless it's on a timer or something, but I mean, it's weird, man. That shouldn't it happen. Is. It is. And the TV going off and, well, I just think scientifically about it, like, you know, well, maybe it's it's the switch or, or something or yeah. things like that. But then I've had some patients who um, who like to read cards. <laughs> this one gentleman at this one really spooky place I was at, and it was during the day. It wasn't even on like a night shift, but he all of a sudden he went into a trench and he scared the heck out of me. He looked at me and he went, evil. And I said, oh, man. What? Yeah, And then he came back and he was talking again. I said, hey, I said, what? I was asking him, what what was that all about? And he didn't remember what he said or what he did. And that room that we were in at the time when he was doing it always scared the heck out of me. For I would never go in there alone, wow. especially at night. But yeah. then this was during the day. And then all of a sudden he got right weird and did that. I was like, this is yeah. too much. Like, and that same that, place uh... just, <laughs> I can tell you a lot of other things, but I really can't because I'm, I'm, I'm still employed with um, oh, the government, know. right? I want to yeah, know, man. I can tell you a lot more, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, have you, have you seen anything while you've been working? Have you seen a, a spirit apparition? Uh, yeah, over by the morgue, I had to, to do po um, post-mortem care by myself and bring the patient down by myself. And I just, you have that like real heavy presence. But at that time when I was doing it, I, I felt like the person, it, it was a human, it didn't feel like it was evil or anything. It just felt like they were there with me and, and, and they, because and, I, I talked this is going to sound weird, but I, I would um, show them respect, like talk, maybe say the Lord's prayer or um, say, okay, I'm going to do this now. We're doing this now and uh, be respectful. And, and I've been in rooms before where people were not respectful and they were bringing the person, you know, uh, down. Yeah. Um, and I had to call them out and I said, I'm sorry, you, you need, to treat this person as with respect. This is not a slab of meat. This is a person. Treat them with respect. And I've always been like that and always felt that way. And I always felt like even when I go visit a graveyard or something, because I do, I go visit my grandparents and um, I, I, I'm not afraid to go there. Um, some people are afraid. Um, I have heard EVPs at the grave sites and stuff. You've had Jonathan on, right? Jonathan Mallard? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. So he wrote a book about EVPs and he's, he's really, I mean, he, he worked 
before with Rob with Lads Life After Death Society. He's he's a really good podcaster. He has his own podcast, The Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal yeah. Podcast. Listen yeah. to it. Uh, yeah, follow sure. him. He's really good. But um, yeah. he he had did and found a lot of EVPs that that were very scary in the same graveyard where my grandparents are. And that kind of made me think, should I go there? Like, I don't want to get an attachment. Like, I don't want to, but you can't, you can't go through your life like that. You just, you got to live your life. You got to believe in something, but at the same time, you can still believe, but don't, don't be afraid. Just, yeah. you know, they're probably standing around you right now. You don't know. Yeah. So yeah, just, so. you know, live your life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you're looking. I when, thought I saw something. No, I'm joking. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Behind your back don't over there. I'm joking. I was doing I was doing a podcast the other day and things were falling off the walls and I was freaking out, man. So that does happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was talking to a lady um from a, a museum, but they really they, they changed the name to the rooms. And I was telling her about this um painting that that is in my family that well it's it's a print of a, a picture of, of uh, Queen Victoria when she was uh very way back when right so this picture was given to the family of my um my great great grandfather he was in the Boer Boer War Peter Kep or Sergeant Major Peter Windsor and uh but this uh, was given to them as a wedding gift and apparently it is still in the original oak frame the original um glass and it kept falling off the wall but this thing is we're talking big heavy heavy we're talking as big as that behind me yeah big heavy oak but it was on with molly screws and big wires and for no reason, it would fall off the wall, fall down the stairs several, several times during while it was in the family. Never wow. broke, never, ever broke, was survived a big fire when my parents moved from Alberta back to Newfoundland. It was in a moving truck. And uh, I think there was like three or four other families had their stuff in the truck. This was one of the only things that survived on the truck. Wow. Like how would a wooden picture frame survived that like very weird so my parents are kind of afraid of it and they put it under their stairs <laughs> they won't wow. put it on the wall <laughs> wow that's strange though with an object like that i mean weird yeah, yeah. i do think objects have you ever carry... heard about haunted objects or things i like have that? yeah i've heard a yeah. lot of stories people with haunted objects and stuff and i think there's something to that i think i think objects hold on to energy um yes. whether that be good or bad so I think right. I think that is a very possible thing. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Sorry, going back to when you saw the the apparition. To think about it, <laughs> um, the only things really that I have seen I thought were shadow figures, um, and and the ones that I've seen were there's no face or just just black, and then I other times at other places where I've been, you know. Um, one of the things that they say here is don't whistle uh, in Newfoundland and Labrador in the, in the day superstition wise, if you whistled when you're on the boat, that would bring in the wind. And that was bad. Ah, interesting. not supposed to do that. So yeah. I, I was working alone one day and, and uh, you know, people talk about doors and stuff like that. I always think to myself, that's a load of baloney because that's the wind. Okay. <laughs> well, I was in this building that was blocked. Lockdown, you know, it's a 
it's I'm not going to say where or what it was, but um, and it was this is in broad daylight that it happened, though. That That's why I thought it was so weird. I was just there, you know, taking a break or whatever, watching, I don't know, TikTok or something. And uh, there was this bird I was watching, Einstein, he was whistling. And I thought, oh, how cute, right? It's because I love animals. But then I, th I heard something behind me and I looked, I didn't see anything. But over near like where the photocopier or something was, it was really dark over there. And I thought, that's weird because I know that we just had, you know, security or somebody come up and fix all that. And all, all the lights were, were changed and new fluorescent bulbs and everything put in. So I went over and I tried to turn the light on, but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't turn on. But in the morning when I came in, it was on because I turned it on. I know I did. I turned it on. And the there's a back door that's always locked. But when you go out, it's not a door. If you were to open the door, you'd fall down to your death on the ground. It's a fire escape type of thing or something okay. that goes down to another roof or something. But they have to have another exit for fire reasons. But that door was kept locked. And um, it, it, so, okay, I was kept watching this thing with the, with the whistling. And I came back to my desk and sat down and started looking at it again. Had my back to that other area. But I could hear like stuff moving around. And I thought I was seeing something over there. I was like, nah, whatever. And I just kept looking at my phone, you know, scrolling. But the back door blew open. The light, all the lights went off. The back door blew open. This is in broad daylight. This is in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I was like, and, and then the alarm went off. And it was really loud. And I was, this is weird. I was like, okay, I can't, I'm not going to try to reach to get and close it like okay so I called security he came and he closed it and fixed it and all the lights were fine and everything and then he left and I was like okay thanks I wasn't scared and but then when he left I still went back to look at what I was looking at and the light went out again <laughs> I was like okay yeah now I'm getting now that's and then I thought oh, that's just the lights but the door went <laughs> open again I said yeah no that's weird this door like it would take a couple men to close it like I couldn't close it it was yeah it was that type of a heavy door I could there was no way the wind could blow it because a couple men would have to push it open just really weird stuff like that I've had a lot of weird and then in me I, I keep thinking no that's that's just uh does the wind suction or you know debunking right but it does get kind of spooky. And then you think, well, I wonder, is there something to that? The whistling? Yeah. Different cultures have different things. You know, we have the the queen of the fairies, they say here. Our fairies are very evil. They're not friendly. Yeah, uh, We have a lot of different uh, folklore and, and, and stuff like that. So I like to interview our folklorists. I've had several different people on from Amarillo University of Newfoundland talk about their culture and their folklore. I've had other cultures come on and talk about theirs. I recently had somebody talk about the Ukrainian culture. I just find all the different cultural aspects really interesting, yeah. especially when you're talking about the paranormal. So when you're when you're working on on the on a night shift in the nurse in, in a hospital environment, which can be quite a scary place, mm -hmm. especially at night. Like when you go and you got to check on the patients to make sure they're breathing and everybody's okay. Yeah, and I can imagine that is... going through it and everything and check on them. But 
you know, when you know, and you've been in the room and you know, they're asleep because you just saw them, you just walked right up on them and looked at them and, and things. And then yeah. you leave the room. And another time I heard a whistle like that. And I was like, here we go again. Right. Like I know that that patient was asleep. So I was showing the flashlight on him. He's asleep. So I think, where's that coming from? It was just me on the floor. There was nobody else there. Yeah. Right? Like really weird. That's Stuff freaky. Like that, yeah, or you think you've seen a shadow or something, but you get the flashlight and because yeah. some places you go, there's no security. It's just you. You're the security. So yeah. you got to go and make sure, okay, is there somebody here that's not supposed to be here or what's going on or, you know. Wow. You're not working on your own, right? There's other, other nurses in that there. Or are you Say on your again? own? Are you on your own or? Sometimes. Because oh. people have to have breaks, right? Yeah, for sure. So when the other person goes on break, sometimes you're alone. Yeah. But I mean, depending on where you are, if it's a small facility, uh, yeah, you you could be there in the unit yourself. Yeah. And I didn't mind it. You know, I'm, I'm a trained nurse. I know what to do if something goes wrong and you know where the person is to go get them or when they're on their break. Right. How often would you experience something paranormal? Is it something that happens a lot or is it quite a rare thing or, you know, it's funny. I've, when I keep thinking about it, when you ask me about different things that happen, I oftentimes just brush it off like, eh, whatever. But the more it happens, the more I start talking to different people like yourself and other podcasters and watch things on, on TV. I think to myself, oh my God, I had that happen to myself and I just brushed it off, you know? And yeah. I'm sure when I get off with you off this podcast, I'll think about other things and go, well, why didn't I talk about that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've had some really weird things happen yeah. and you don't want to talk about everything. I mean, I would like to talk a lot more about it, but I can't. Um, and I, I get frustrated because I can't do that off air. I can tell you, right. So. What, <laughs> what would you say is your, a moment that sort of when it really clicked and you was like, yeah, you know what, this is, this is real. You know, when, what made you a, a real believer? When I came back home, to Newfoundland and Labrador and uh, started working here and I had a big uptick. I think it was more after what happened in Vegas. I know that sounds ridiculous. No, not at all. Maybe it's true about haunted museum and attachments, but my God, whatever happened, I can't explain it. Something happened and then I had a bigger uptick. Yeah. And then it just made me, well, even before we, we left, I, I was watching a lot of paranormal shows and, you know, all the big hitters and the ones who everybody knows. I was watching all that and binge watching it. I mean, I love it all. But, and then it, you just get your mind thinking about stuff like that. But I, ever since we came back after the honeymoon, it seems like there was a bigger uptick in it. And you asked me, do you have more experiences since you've been podcasting? Um, I, and like you said, you often wonder and worry about it, but I still sometimes kind of brush it off. But then later I'll think about it and go, yeah, that was weird. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As you said, I think it's natural to try and debunk stuff and to it is. make sense yeah. of stuff because with the paranormal, and I think that's what puts a lot of people off talking about it and sharing their experiences is that uh, you can't control the paranormal. Like it's, right. It's out of our realm of control. Like if, if a ghost right. wants to come in now, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be able to stop it. I'm sure there's some people that can. But, um, it's, that's the <laughs> but scary. But there's part. always the good ones too, the benevolent ones who are looking out 
over yeah. you. Yeah, for that, sure. I've always believed in that. Yeah. Uh, that I've always believed in. Yeah. And, and yeah. more so than the other part of it. I believe more in the, the light than I know there is dark. And I've dated people who were um, ordained ministers. And they've explained there is a light and there is a dark. Yeah. Yeah. And there is. And you had to respect both. Right. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 100%. Interesting stuff, Tommy. Very I, it's interesting. It's almost like when you go out in public and, you know, we always, always talk like, when you go out in public, you're not supposed to talk religion or politics. It's hard, <laughs> When though. your podcast it's such a big thing. sometimes comes up, right? I know. At the start, I won't say who it was, but someone said to me at the start, stay away from politics. Right. Stay away, like, but it's very difficult to do that when you're doing an open <laughs> talk. You know, it's a part of life, politics yeah. and religion and stuff like that it's, it's a part of life yeah. you know i try not to talk about the whole politic part of it either because you know yeah. i like to cons- you know to talk about maybe the conspiracy theory yeah. stuff that's fun and yeah. interesting to talk about uh i you know keep it keep it light keep it fun but yeah. it's all i like i always did love philosophy and 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 things like that and the unknown and science is a big part of who i am um I, I love anything like tesla and all that egyptian ancient stuff i, I yeah. love all that too for uh, sure. you, that's intriguing there's a whole another podcast right, that we can talk about for sure 100%. yeah i could tell you about but you know when when you keep talking about stuff people just think you're weird yeah we're right? past that we don't, don't want to keep thinking <laughs> you you're not <laughs> weird. weird on this show you're not weird that's for sure <laughs> You're this, freaky, right, Tommy? We're, we're freaky. Everyone's freaky. I'll get freaky with you. Where's yes. <laughs> the hat? Oh, that's cool. There you go. That's, that's nice. my freaky. That's my that, freaky for That time. is cool. For the listeners that can't see, that was an umbrella hat, and that is really cool. <laughs> nothing freaky about it. said, do you have to do something weird on this podcast? It's called Let's Get Freaky. I said, I don't yeah. know. He said, here, look, put, put up the flag, he said, and and here's this hat. I said, oh, my Jesus. <laughs> People are definitely going to think how weird anything's, anything's welcome on this show. That is for sure. Yeah. So what, what's your overall thoughts on the paranormal? Where are you right now? I know it probably changes the more people you talk to, because mine does. I change all the time. But what, what do you think is, what? where are you with it right now? Oh, you know, I forgot to say, when you say, where am I right now? Yeah. Um, I forgot to say what, what Jonathan said because i asked him he's he's got a lot of experience in, in doing it and with evps and that and i said well what do you think what did you get out of all of your evp searches what did you get and from the gist of what i could understand is we're not supposed to know they're not supposed to let us know we're, we're just not supposed to know until it's yeah. our time yeah and until well, it's our time we won't know yeah we can keep looking and and guessing and thinking but we won't know until it's our time. But I will tell you this. I do not want to be cremated. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> I don't want to donate my organs. Are you hearing this, people? <laughs> There's reasons why. Really? Can you, um, can you tell us why? Well, I, I've been part of I mean, some organ harvesting and that's the grossest thing I've ever been involved with in my entire life. And it's worse than hunting. 
And no, I know it, it helps people. And I got a letter later that said, then showed how many people were helped, but it was is traumatizing. That, is that- you know, people talk about PTSD and how only military people get it. Not only military people get it. Okay. We're ta- people who work in the industry of saving lives, police, yeah. medics, nurses, whoever, firefighters, we all get it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> We've if you're seen dealing a lot. With, you know, I've seen I think I mentioned really gross, weird things. I mean, you yeah. just see some really weird things, especially if you work in the operation room or the emergency room. You don't know what's going to come in those doors. Yeah, I can imagine. But when you ask me, circling back to what you said, what do I think? I, I think there's something there. There's definitely something there. I think, I don't know if it's a parallel I wouldn't say universe, but um, I think the veil sometimes maybe does get thin at some points, and then we can little maybe see a little bit closer to what is there. I don't know if it, you know, people talk about, oh, three o'clock is a witching hour, or this time is when it all happens. No, I've had things, weird things I can't explain happen during the day. Um, it's there, it's, it's around us. It, uh, we just have to respect the boundaries of, of them and, and us. And I think that that respect is a really big part, especially when you do a paranormal investigation or any even discussing it. If you got that respect and you keep it and you keep yourself protected or believe in whatever you believe in, you'll be fine. We'll all be fine. <laughs> but there is something out there. Not quite sure what, but there is. Yeah. Well, have fun mm-hmm. trying to find out. Can I just go back to what you just said about the the organs? I'm not sure how much you're you're willing to talk about that, but and tell me to stop if I'm saying anything you don't want me to ask. <laughs> but is that is that taking organs without permission? Say again, is it what? Is that is that people taking organs without permission, or is that no? Okay, no, this is with permission. That's with permission. Okay, cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still, I, I can imagine that the things you're seeing and the daily work that you must, it must be very difficult. I've got a lot of respect for it. Don't what get do. me wrong. It does help people. I'm not, I'm not saying don't do it. I guess yeah. by all means, put it on your driver's license. It helps a lot of people. I'm just saying physically doing the work. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, it does yeah. save a lot of lives. As an operation room nurse, you, there are so many different things that it, it does save and different parts that can be used. But that's another story, and it's kind of morbid. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many different topics when you, when you talk about things like this. 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and you know, as a medical person, we see a lot more, unfortunately, of the human mortality than, than most normal people do. Yeah, and I can tell you a lot of different stories about mortality and what I've seen. Yeah, and being with people at their last I, breath. Yeah, things like that. Have you have you had any experiences in in people's last moments where you've seen them cross over? Lots. Would you be able to tell us some of them, or um, if if what what were you interested in? Knowing? What what sort of so you're seeing them cross over to the other side. Have you? Because mm-hmm. I've I've talked to nurses before that have, and and I've talked to nurses with abilities that have seen 
family members come in and be there when the person passes and they mm -hmm. sort of take them with them. Have you experienced anything like that? They take them with them. What, what do you mean? So take them to the other side, to heaven. I was told to, to go into somebody's room one day because apparently I'm really good with IVs. And they said, go, get Dallas, go get Jen. Okay. So I go over there and this person needed an IV, needed some help with it. So I always carry a cross or a group of crosses with me and I, they're blessed by my minister. And if I know that person is close, I'll give it to them and I'll talk to them. And I talked with him. I knew when I walked in the room that he needed one. I didn't say anything. He told me. He said, okay, so I, as I was talking with him, because I'm the type of nurse, I like to interact with my patient. I just don't go in and do the job and just leave and not talk to you or something. I like to talk to you and get to know you as a person. So um, he was telling me, you know, about his brother. He said, my brother's there. Uh, where? Uh, the picture on the wall? No, he said he's there in the corner. Okay, I said, uh, okay. And I I go look at this chart later because I want to get the nurse in me. Dementia, what is it? You know, no, he was he was totally with it. Um, and uh, he he was a very sick, very sick man. So yeah, I, I started the IV and, and whatnot. And, and um, he held my hand. He looked at me and he said, I know. He said, it's time, isn't it? I said, yes. And so I gave him that, that little cross. I, I didn't say anything to him. I just put it in his hand and he felt it and he smiled. And later on, he passed that day. But he knew because his brother was right there. He said he was waiting for him. Wow. He was right there waiting for him. I've, I've had a lot of patients like that who had passed and I knew they were going to or about to, but then you've had other patients who died uh, in emergency type situations where they're Jane Doe or they're John Doe. You don't know who they are, unfortunately. And, you know, the corner, you have to deal with them and the, and the remains and trying to figure out oh, what are we going to do? And, yeah. um, I can't really get into a lot of that that kind of yeah, stuff, no. but yeah. um, do you have other questions or how how often would you know with the experience with a man where, where he could see his brother in the corner? How often would something like that happen where a patient would say something like that? Is that is that a quite lot, common? Happens a lot. Very common when they're close. Uh, do you think uh, maybe they're just hallucinating? It happens so often. It makes you think: Are they hallucinating? Yeah. It, it happens a lot. Yeah. You hear it so much. Mm -hmm. and, and people that are in their last moments and they're seeing something that, you know, is to them it's there, you know. I, I find it so interesting. You know, I, I like the light part of it, but the dark part of it is scary as F, and I can't even begin to tell you how scary that is. When you think about I don't know if you've ever seen the original movie Flatliners. I've not seen that. that, no, no. No? Keith for Sutherland? That name rings a bell. Keith? That name that rings a bell. Son. But that I was can't remember. One of the Sutherlands. Yeah. 
And uh, that was pretty scary. Well, well the, the gist of it was what they would do. They were trying to learn science and they would uh, try to use uh, like the crash cart type of thing on each other and then bring each other back. But they, they'd go down for a flat line for a certain amount of time and come back. And then they would tell each other their experiences about what they had, but it went really wrong and really dark and really bad. Yeah. But I've had some patients who have had really dark, really weird things happen and say, look, they're on the wall. Do you see them? Or they're on the bed. Do you feel them? And you feel a cold spot when the room is absolutely warm and there's no air conditioning in the hospital. And that part of the bed is so cold. It's like putting your hand in an ice box. Wow. <clears throat> I've had some really weird yeah. unexplained things like and that. You, and you've, you've experienced that where it's yes. been normal temperature. Yes. A patient has told you. We're talking hot as F. There's no air conditioning. You're sweating to death, like sweat falling off you, and the patients, they're all hot. But yeah, yeah, they're on my bed. Do you see them? No. Put your hand. They're right there. Feel it. Put my hand there. It was so cold. I was like, ugh. They're on the wall now. I was like, I don't see them. Well, they're there. They're on the wall. And I think. They're wow. just this patient is in your nursing mind, in your medical scientific mind, you know that there are parts of the brain that when you do start to to pass, things happen, you see different lights and and things, and it's all scientifically explained. But is it? Yeah. When you can feel it and sense it and ugh, you get the heebie jeebie. <laughs> but is it all in your mind? I feel like there's more to it, but there's, it there's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I can, we can talk a lot about it and, and, and different things. I mean, so many things I haven't really told you about or touched on that as a nurse that I can talk about yeah. that normal people don't get to experience and do not see. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I want it all. I know we're coming to the end of our conversation, but. <laughs> and, you know a lot of times you, you see all these people on the shows going in these sanatoriums and haunted places and that's all like the hospitals and stuff because that's spooky and yeah. scary because all these things and procedures and stuff happen that people don't understand or know about but yeah like that's i mean that's that's humanity right but it makes you wonder a lot about it <laughs> we were watching the what was it fear factor or something you know the the younger Gracia. ones yeah um, was it fair? What was fear fa- Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan Fear Factor. No, this was the one. It, that's not the name of the show. With Dakota and them, you know, and his his sister. And uh-huh. uh, now I'm, I'm, sure. I'm pulling a blank. <laughs> I do that all the time. Here, help me, but we're running out of time. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they they had some different unexplained stuff. But the lights go out and the batteries draining. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I've experienced her. Had that happened too? I'm sure you have too. But I just think, yeah. oh, science, right? Yeah, it's got to be something, though, Tommy. I, I feel like there's a lot more to this world, this crazy world. Oh, for sure, there is. Yeah, yeah. There, you got to look up and you got to look down. You got to look everywhere. You got to look everywhere. That's right. Uh, when you see shadow figures, sorry if you've got to go. Are you okay to carry on for a little bit? Oh, we can. Or, we can talk a little bit. More. Yeah. If if you need to go at any time, let me know because I, I know have... I know you've got you're up early for work and stuff but um <laughs> yeah no that's, we can keep going when you see have you seen shadow figures head on like have you come seen, at you you mean like, uh, 
because a lot of people they see shadow figures in the corner of their eye or mm. you know a quick glance have you had like a shadow figure that you've seen in front of you that you're acknowledging it's not moving have you had have you had an experience like that um i, th- I think my husband did and when we were in vegas but that that, that was... oh wow that happened in vegas as well yeah something something happened there yeah man I've heard a lot of stories about the Zach Baggins Museum. Uh, it seems like there's a reason why you sign a waiver. Oh, yeah. yeah like, you I have thought, to sign oh, a this waiver is going to be fun. You, you know, I watch yeah. them on TV and it's fun. And, yeah. and then it was real and yeah. then it was scary. And then it was in your life. And then you just wanted it out of your life. And then it was just weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, those guys, I mean, it's a good show. I watch it. It's very scary. I love Zach. He love is. you, man. Love it's your team. It's a great love show. Love yeah. to have you on my podcast. You're yeah, welcome anytime. Yeah, and by the sure. way, I don't know why, but people keep pretending that you're you guys. I've recently had somebody come on and pretend they're Billy Tolly, and I just block, you know, and then I have somebody you should come just... on and pretend they're Josh Gates. Block. <laughs> Does that happen to you too? <laughs> I mean, I would just interview him. I'd just say, come on then, let's go. And get well, that's on the that's show. what I did. I said, yeah, here's the time show and dates. What date do you want? Oh, really? And then I got very quiet or changed the topic. And then I'm like, yeah, that's not you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, what are they trying to get there? I mean, I just won't click on any links. Any If someone sends me links and stuff, like, unless, like, right. not you, for example, but I mean, <laughs> if if someone sends me, like, click my link and stuff, I'll never click right, a link because yeah. I know that's bad. But if someone reaches out, I'll, I'll 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 speak to anyone, you know. But this was Messenger. This was like, and then what? Then I go and and I say, okay, I, I noticed you just created your profile thirty two minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, like, there's not a lot of history there, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be uh, careful, man. There's a do. lot of. People out there don't know what the hell they're at, but excuse the language again. But yeah, there's yeah, there's that too. When you get yeah. into doing podcasting and tech and stuff, you got to be careful. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, yeah, yeah. How do you screen your people? What do you do? <laughs> I don't really screen people. To be honest, I'll, I'll I'll talk to anyone. I'll give anyone a, a chance to come on the show. I'm mm-hmm. just if you've got a paranormal experiences, anyone is welcome on to talk about it. Um, yeah. I feel the same way. The more, the merrier. Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. But at the same time, be safe. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got to be careful. But yeah, Jennifer, this this has been absolutely awesome talking to you tonight. Oh, thank you, Tommy. I feel I like love your show. Follow Tommy. Oh, I love everybody. your show. Thank you very much. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you and your awesome show? Yes, if you want to listen to a Paranormal NL podcast. Uh, you can head on over to Spotify. It's free. And you can also listen on your for free on your smart TV at home on Spotify. And you can also go on over to Paranormal NL Podcast Group on Facebook. And we also have a Paranormal NL merch page that we're just uplifting. And uh, I think I was talking to you off here a little bit about that. And uh, hopefully that'll be online soon. And uh I sent you my link tree that'll be in the description with Tommy. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to me on email at paranormal.nl.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can even res- you know reach out to me via messenger and I'll chat with you if you're a real person. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you've not created your profile 30 minutes ago. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Jennifer, thank you so much. I'll share the links in the show description so people can find you. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Let's do it again soon. I feel like there's more we can talk about. Yes, you're going to have to come visit Newfoundland and Labrador. Yeah, there's lots I would, to see and do here. And I'd love to go over and visit Jal over there. Yeah, 100%. You're welcome anytime. I'd love to come over there as well. Thank well, you thank so much. Thank you so much for having me on your Let's Get Freaky podcast. Everybody thank you for getting Tommy. freaky. Click the bell so you get his episodes, updates. Yes, what Jennifer yeah. said. <laughs> have a great night and thank you very much. I look forward to talking soon. You too. Take care. looking out into the darkness and then you see a figure but it's darker than the darkness i just get this like really creepy feeling and i see this uh this like shadowy demon looking figure in the front seat of the car she used to come into my room at night and stand right by my bed and i just was petrified i remember i saw something fly by my bedroom window we heard the bathroom door shut so then we looked out my bedroom window down the hallway and the bathroom door was wide open so we came around the bend and we saw eye shine this thing stood up i mean it stood up and it had high pointed ears it had a snout had a long arm and it just it grabbed the deer <laughs>